You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. And welcome to Built on the Rock, a radio show dedicated to helping couples, married couples, engaged couples, dating couples, to build their relationships on the rock that is Jesus Christ. I am Father Brido Buckmans, the host of the show, and my co-host, Sandy Labubi. Good morning, Sandy. Good morning, Father Brito. So good to be with you again. And how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, um, you know, you know that uh, these days have been rather busy for me because my family is visiting from India and it is exciting and it is also busy. But a good busy, right? I know how much you love having them here, um, being that they are so far away most of the year. I know. It's nice to be busy family. <laughs> busy family, busy, busy. No, that's great. Um, so what have you been doing with them since they've been here? Well, they arrived on Tuesday and uh, we've been eating a lot of food. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Living by myself, I had to worry about where my next meal is coming from. But when my sister-in-law was here, every meal was there on the table. <laughs> Oh boy, you are very fortunate because I know how good that Indian food is that your family makes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, um, yeah, I went and dropped them off at my brother's in Wisconsin yesterday. So now the house feels empty. You know, it's, it is so interesting, isn't it? God made us for relationships. Oh, wow. What a beautiful transition. Yes, that is so true. I mean, we're not meant to be eating our food alone. And yet so many of us do that. And uh, whenever I hear about these big CEOs and the big captains of industry, when they finally they say, I'm going to give it all up because I want to spend more time with my family. Mm. Finally, you have decided what is really important. Mm. Yes. For some people, though, that 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 uh, realization comes later in life than we would wish. Right. I know. I know. And that is why I think we do this show, you know, we want our couples to understand how important marriage and family are. Absolutely. And the way to do that is to make sure that you build your marriage and your relationship on Jesus Christ, on his teachings. So as usual, Sandy, we have an amazing couple this week. And I'm so excited because I've known Katie since she was in middle school. <laughs> And when she started dating Justin, I've got to know him. What an amazing couple they are. I mean, um, they have been married for about four years and they already have two children. You know, the ideal of a Catholic couple that is already, you know, started a family. So I thought they would be a great couple for us. So welcome, yes. Katie welcome. and Justin. Welcome, Katie and Justin. We're so happy to have you. and. What we love to do at the very beginning of the show is just kind of 
toss the baton your way and open the floor up to you guys. Um, if you can start with just your beginnings, how the two of you met um, and how that evolved into the relationship that is before us today. Sure, Katie, you wanna start with uh, that description? Sure, and then I'll I'll pass it over to you midway so you can kind of finish it out. <laughs> but um, really, it's a funny story because we should have met a lot earlier in life. Um, I actually met Justin through his first cousin, Lily. Uh, we, you know, I had, we, sorry, I've known Lily since we were in fifth grade in choir. So I was in choir with her. We went to school together all throughout um, until the end of high school. And then after college, I got a job downtown and I was kind of staying with her periodically because I was busy with work and I didn't have a place downtown yet. So when I finally um, chose a place with my twin brother, I was excited to tell Lily and be like, you know, I'm not living with you anymore temporarily. I now will have an apartment. And it was really close by her condo. And I told her which apartment complex it was. And she goes, oh my gosh, my cousin lives there. So, um, and the day that I told her, her brother was having a party or a birthday party. And she's like, actually my cousin who lives in the same building you're gonna live in will be at my birthday party with his roommate. So it'll, it'll be a great way for you guys to meet beforehand. So I did, I, I met Justin there at the party that night. I met his roommate, Brendan. We're all, all now obviously very close. And unfortunately I was seeing someone else at the time um but i have to say as soon as i met justin i just i wanted to hang out with him so i called him two weeks later when i moved into that apartment complex and we started hanging out from there and he w eventually won me over i was not seeing the other person i was seeing anymore um and yeah, we, we, we cooked a lot together. We were really into working out back then when we had the time to do so. Um, and yeah, that's kind of how our relationship blossomed. And we realized, you know, he was actually at my graduation ceremony in high school because he watched Lily that day. Um, he's been to a few of my oh. choir concerts. Uh, I, we were also at the same, um, his cousin had like a cotillion or, you know, a debutante ball that he was literally, you know, part of the debutante group. So it's just weird how we've never met each other until that moment. <laughs> what I what I love about that is um, it's just funny how you began by saying we should have met a lot earlier in life. But when I pause and think about it, it's God's timing, isn't it? I mean, it you is. met exactly when you were supposed to meet and look at you two today. That's awesome. I love it. Is there anything you wanted to add to that, Justin, your side of the story, or is that pretty much getting us there? I mean, Katie's uh, detail orientation shows, uh, it was a very comprehensive lead in. <laughs> All I would say is that we, it was fun to be, uh, we were friends first. Um, we lived in the same apartment building as Katie said, but the one thing that, uh, and I'll, I'll tie it back to the purpose of, of this program, uh, the, first time I met her parents, uh, we were going for a walk and they had just returned from mass over at old St. Pat's church. And I, my ears kind of perked up because I thought, Oh, wait a second. Um, this is a family that goes to church, you mm -hmm. know, on Sundays and that's great. And when you're in your mid twenties living in Chicago, um, that's something that kind of falls off the, uh, priority list. So I was, 
I was pretty excited uh, because having grown up, um, my background's Filipino, a uh, big Filipino family. Uh, church is, you know, uh, not only a priority, but it's a must do every, every Sunday. So mm-hmm. once that uh, came into the picture, I, I, I got very excited and obviously it only increased my um, you know, excitement to ask Katie on dates and, and go from there. Oh, that's great. And I always love to ask our couples, how did you know, like, when did you know this was more than just a friendship and it was developing into something new? You may have already kind of preempted that question with that answer. Maybe that's when things became more solidified for you, Justin. Yeah, I, you know, I'm uh, I'm not a good poker player. I don't have a good poker face. So <laughs> I think um, it was it was pretty much, you know, uh, around, around me all the time. And that was, certainly was one of the, the reasons I, I could uh, I could point to. I think also for Katie and her family, again, having grown up in a very tight knit family, she lived with her twin brother and her parents were visiting all the time. So getting to know them and, and spending time uh, with them in that regard uh, was, was eye opening. But uh, it was, it was her twin brother who pulled me aside, you know, one night out and said, Hey, I, I think you should, you know, ask my sister on a date. And I thought, wait a second, how do you know? And he kind of paused and he goes, frankly, I think everybody knows. So I think you just have to do it already. <laughs> What a good brother, Katie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so is that when things started to move forward then into a dating relationship? And then how did it how did it grow from there into an engagement and thinking about marriage and spending the rest of your life together? Do you want me to take that one, Justin? Yeah, go ahead, Katie. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the um, you know, at a I'll try to shorten it my answer a bit, but you know, we Justin is just, he's such a a special person. You know, I had only dated a few other people before him, but um, he's just, he's one of those people where he can talk to anyone and he can find values and, um, you know, common, common topics to talk about with anyone and everyone. And that just made, makes him so special. And I don't know. He just, he relates to people on such a deeper level too. And he truly cares. And he's just a genuine person. Um, when he's, when he's talking to someone, either someone he just met or someone he already knows. Um, and that's just something that I had never seen before or met someone like that before. And it's still kind of, it's still so surprising to me this day, you know, it's like one of those things where we go to an event and, He'll just go off and start talking to people. And I, I, you know, I, I will, sometimes I have anxiety about things and that's something I don't have <laughs> with him. So I think from there, you know, that's when we realized, that's when I realized I wanted to spend the rest of my life with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't know when he was going to propose. So that was actually a shock to me. I, <laughs> I was thinking it would be a little bit later. I don't even know what I was thinking, but of course I was on board. Um, it was, what, like three years after we started dating, Justin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And S- Sandy, I would say f- from my perspective, it, it was in a lot of those conversations. Um, like Katie, yeah, that was very nice to hear. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I do enjoy finding this common ground as possible with anyone you meet. Uh, I think it, it's it's not only disarming when you meet someone new, but it's, it's also a way to, frankly, um, find common ground and have great conversations. So over the, you know, year, year and a half of Katie and I spending more time together, you know, on dates with our friends and with our families became very clear to me that, you know, our long-term values and what we wanted in terms of 
family and, you know, professional careers and, and all that kind of tied in nicely um, and how we were looking at the world. And, you know, I think there's some folks who are in their mid twenties and say, I'd love to travel and, and, you know, um, do things um, more, spend more time on the adventure side of the equation. Whereas I think Kate and I both looked at it and, and understanding from our parents came from in terms of starting their families, it took them quite some time to get to that point. And so Katie and I realized that we were in our late twenties thought, okay, don't know what God has intended for us and, and where that leads us from a family perspective. But um, yeah, I think it took my folks six and a half years uh, from marriage to have me and Katie's parents. It was about mm -hmm. a similar timeline. So mm -hmm. we thought, all right, we know we want a family. Um, we should, uh, we should start that as you know soon as possible after we get married. That's great. Both of you, you know, knew that this was the person and uh, he proposed and you said yes. So we have to take a break. So what we're yep. going to do is, is uh, let me come back. We're going to talk about your marriage now. How has it been? Four years and two children. You know, you're a young couple. How do you negotiate all that? So we're going to take a break. Don't touch that dial. This is Built on the Rock. that Catholic Charities accepts car donations? If you're ready to free up space in your garage and put a stop to all those expenses that go along with owning a car, we will gratefully accept your donation, whether the car is running or not. You choose a pickup time that is convenient for you and we will make the donation as easy as possible free of charge. You'll receive a charitable donation receipt as well. We accept all types of vehicles nationwide and you will know that your donation is made to Catholic Charities, an agency you can trust. To learn more about donating your car, call 877-786-4483. That's 877-786-4483. Thank you. This is your 44 for me teaching. When I started here, there were teachers here that had taught me when I was a student. Now I'm the old person. <laughs> right now, I teach junior high math. I love when kids find what I'm teaching to be fun and they get it. I see that light bulb go off and it's a thrill. People are always amazed. What? what? You're here for 44 years? It's hard for me to believe, frankly. <laughs> I love what I do. Every summer I think, oh, I miss the classroom. Even on the weekends, I think I can't wait to get back on Monday and teach those quadratic equations. <laughs> Shape the next generation of leaders. Teach. Apply today at artchicago.org slash schooljobs. Community is core to Catholic Charities' founding mission. For more than 100 years, we have met people and families where they are, serving anyone in need, 
regardless of their faith, gender, race, or ethnicity. As our world absorbs the economic, political, and social aftershocks of the pandemic, 50% or more of the 6 million people living in Cook and Lake counties have little or no savings. They are a paycheck away from zero. We are deeply grateful to everyone in the Catholic Charities community who partners with us to alleviate the suffering of the people we serve and offer them a better path forward. We are witnessing a message of mercy and hope to a world very much in need. Learn more at catholiccharities.net. dating couples, engaged couples, married couples, build their relationships on the rock that is Jesus Christ. I'm Sandy Labuvi, and I am here with our host, Father Berto Birchmans, and our wonderful couple, Justin and Katie, who before the break were telling us uh, the story about how they met and ultimately became engaged and um, and are the married couple that stand before us today. So um, yeah, we'd love to take the story now from um, the point where you had gotten married and um, decided to expand the family. It sounds like that wasn't a, a rough decision, a difficult decision for you to make. You were both on the same page. Um, but uh, if you could tell us how the family evolved. Sure. Um, sure. I, I think I can start with that, Sandy. Uh, again, I think the backdrop goes back to how we were raised and the family environment we were in, um, you know, having tight-knit families and and that backdrop. So I think uh, after our wedding in September of, of 2019, uh, which feels like an eternity ago, huh. uh, Katie and I were talking. And, and again, it kind of goes back to this this backdrop of, you know, uh, not knowing exactly when kids will enter the picture, but hoping and praying that they would. Uh, we got to the holidays uh, of that year and kind of said, hey, you know, I think we're ready. Uh, we're ready. Um, not much has really changed post-marriage. Our, our relationship is strong. We should we should do this, and then uh, fast forward three months, and uh, Katie is pregnant with our our daughter Addison, and so it, it not only from the point of which we formed our families and kind of mentally started preparing and praying to the gift uh, arriving in the spring of 2020. So, um, yeah, I, I think it was it was a very quick path to get to that point, and then uh, Addison joined our family in in October of 2020. And uh, yeah, that was it was a gift. Uh, it was also an incredibly stressful time for us. <laughs> yeah, it was. We, you know, it was, we were in the city, <laughs> and it was right in the middle of COVID, which mm -hmm. made it really difficult. Um, and honestly, I, you know, we went to church, or we tried to. We streamed church. It was, it was a very, you know, it was a difficult time. And for me, especially, I was looking to God a lot during that time because I had to go to each of my ultrasounds and doctor's appointments by myself. No mm -hmm. other person was allowed, including Justin. And it was my first baby. And, you know, um, there was kind of a, not a scare, but you know, there was uh, something that they were watching with Addie um, in the first, you know, first trimester and a little bit into my second. Thankfully it cleared up later. But, um, you know, I was, I was scared. Um, 
and COVID was still new to all of us. We didn't know how it affected pregnant women, especially. Um, so, you know, I, I really took to prayer and I really looked to God during that time because uh, I did feel a little bit alone. Um, obviously, you know, my family, everyone was there with me, but we also, we had to isolate a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, I really didn't have a lot of people to to be around and near on that journey. Thankfully, Justin, you know, he did everything he could, but he couldn't actually be there with me at my doctor's appointments. Um, thankfully, at the hospital during labor, he was there. But um, it was it was hard. And, and honestly, God helped me through it. He also helped me through my second child. Um, you know, it's just, you're growing a, you're growing this miracle inside your body, 24 hours, every minute, every second of the day, you don't know what's going to happen. Like Justin mentioned, both my mom and his mom had their difficulties. Um, but thankfully, you know, I, I really do think God helped me through that journey for with both of my kids. Yeah. Interesting. I have um, a couple of older uh, boys. They're 20 and 21 now. So I know how difficult it was to raise children. They were in high school at the time of COVID when it was at the peak. Um, My older son was graduated right when COVID had come about. So I've always, I've understood that, but I've never thought until now, Katie, about being pregnant and not just being pregnant, but being pregnant with your first child when COVID was just happening, that had to be extremely difficult for you. Yeah. Wow. Well, maybe, yeah, God, God used you to draw, he used that to draw you closer to him. And it sounds like blessings certainly have come from that. Um, You mentioned your second child. Now, is this a boy, a girl? How old? Yeah, we had, we welcomed a boy um, back in December of last year. So 20, December, 2022. And now he, yeah, so he'll be one in December this year. He's 10 months right now. Okay. And what's his name? James. <laughs> James, James and Addie. Congratulations on both of those children. So Thank what about that? Yeah. That transition from being this young couple in love to all of a sudden you're married and now all of a sudden you have children. <laughs> How did that go? And I imagine there were some um, difficulties in just the transition of the day-to-day responsibilities Um, I know you said you're calling in from your work, so I'm not sure if you're both holding jobs down. How do you juggle all of that? Yeah, I say I think it's it's a question that every young couple faces, um, whether you're you feel like you're mentally prepared for it or not. I think the best way I would boil it down is um, you don't know how much free time you have until you don't have it. And when I say that, I I think, again, when we were in the city and, and dating and spending some more time with our friends, you would, you know, go out for dinners and then maybe drinks on a Friday or Saturday or go out and watch whatever sporting event was at Wrigley Field that that weekend or, you know, go to a bar and watch your college football team. When, hmm. when you think about that and, and how much, you know, sleep or not, no sleep you get, um, kids really don't change the equation too much. It just kind of changes the shift of where you're focusing your time. And so I think, you know, there is enough time and effort you can put put forth for the kids. I think the initial shock of that is what um, is was stressful. You know, the the hours of where you allocate your days and how that all goes is no longer in our control. Uh, a lot of it is dictated by our children and, and what their needs are, especially when they're super young, under a year. Um, but yeah, I, I do think that adjustment was, uh, you know, it was tough. And honestly, we're three years in. Addie just turned three last week, and. Um, there are still tweaks we constantly make to 
how do we have time for our family? How do we have time for our friends? How do we have time for work? Um, how do we have time for our extended family? And it's all still a, a balancing act, but uh, Katie's got a, a great music background. So I think it's an orchestra that we're constantly playing out and then revisiting and trying to edit along the way. Um, and I think that's the best way I can describe it. Got us to this point. Jump in. Um, how do you find time for each other? Because you guys are busy working and I know your families are big families and they love to get together. So do you find time for each other? Yeah, we, we do. We, we're trying. We probably don't, don't find time as often, but um, we are, we do like to make a point of it. You know, right now we're kind of like on a once a month cadence, I want to say. Yeah. We, we want to get it to down to a weekly cadence for sure. Um, but we're very thankful we have families close by. Um, pro tip for parents to be or anyone who will want to become a parent um having your parents live near you when you have kids they truly say it takes a village and it does um so both sets of our parents justin's family is five minutes away my family is about 20 minutes away so um they are happy to jump on the opportunity to watch the kids while we have our time to ourselves um that's that's kind of how we carve it out or, you know, if the kids go to bed early, you know, sometimes we'll sit down and just talk because we feel mm -hmm. like, you know, just having normal conversation outside of kids conversation is something we, we don't have as often. And you really do value those smaller things when kids get in the way of that. So um, we, we try, but Father Brito, that is something that I think we always think about too, is you told, you know, when we were talking to you, when we were, going through um, our discussions with you before marriage, you emphasized, you know, always having time for yourselves, you know, go out to dinner, have, yes. you know, sit down with each other, have that time. And it's, it's so important because you do get so caught up and you get very busy. Right. I think we have just a little more than a minute. Uh, just one last question. Have you had any challenges in your marriage, in your, in your parenting, whatever. And how yeah, I, I think I think we I can take that one, Father Brito. I think the the challenges that we faced from a parenting perspective are that uh, you know when a, a daughter who's three is is lashing out and she's having her terrible twos and terrible threes yeah. moments. Um, it's common; it happens to everybody. But I yeah. think that uh, the challenges we face are how we navigate that and how we navigate it together. Um, you know, like Katie said, with two kids, you're running in two different directions most of the time. But I think it's acknowledging that you're with your foundation, how you were raised, the values you bring to the table. We really agree on all of it. It's just how we, you know, communicate that to each other. So I think the way we've navigated a lot of those little conflicts here and there is just open communication, whether it be at six in the morning or 10 at night, making sure that you have that conversation every day or every other day really helps. Great. You know what? You guys are so together as a team and it's very obvious, you know, you are like in sync and that's great. You know, unfortunately we have to close this because, you know, we think that it is half of a show, but the time goes so fast. So it's yeah. nice to have you guys on the show and, um, you know, right now we are all thinking about what is going on in the Middle East. 
you know, we are peaceful here in America, but what is happening in other parts of the world really shakes us up. And so usually we end uh, our show with a prayer. And we think the real appropriate prayer for this time would be a prayer for peace in our world. So we would like to do that, you know, to close our show with a prayer for peace. Thank you, Father Bruno. That's a perfect way to close the show. Heavenly Father, your heart bleeds at the sight of your children at war. Send your Holy Spirit on all those engaged in violence, terrorism, and retaliation in the Middle East, Ukraine, and elsewhere. Protect innocent people who are in the crosshairs of these escalating conflicts and keep them safe. Free those innocents who are kept as pawn in this diabolic game. We pray for the power to be gentle, the strength to be forgiving, the patience to be understanding, and the endurance to accept the consequences of holding on to what we believe to be right. May we put our trust in the power of good to overcome evil and the power of love to overcome hatred. We pray for the vision to see and the faith to believe in a world emancipated from violence, a new world where fear shall no longer lead men or women to commit injustice, nor selfishness make them bring suffering to others. Help us to devote our whole life and thought and energy to the task of making peace, praying always for the inspiration and the power to fulfill the destiny for which we and all men and women were created. Make us experience the peace that your son promised, a peace the world cannot give. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So, Justin and Katie, thank you so much for joining us here on the show today. It was an absolute pleasure meeting you and having you both with us this past half hour. Thank you for having us. Thank yeah, you. thank you. Justin and Katie, and God bless all our listeners until next month. This is Built on the Rock. Bye-bye.